the one. <laughs> Welcome back to the Double Dose. I'm your host, Depeche. And I'm your host, Daniel. And we're here to take you from Earth to the end of a 14-hour long movie. <laughs> that was good. This guy won't touch a poop. I, dude. <laughs> why, do I, I why am I the weird I, one? I almost <laughs> forgot to bring it up. But he, why am I the weird one that doesn't want to touch a poop? Yeah, that's it. I So I said, well, you know, what instance would you be able to touch it? Like, when is it okay? Never. Never. Well, I, could you do it? And my, my questions to you were, am I able to wash my hands immediately after? <laughs> uh, and also- um, are we talking tap or finger in the poop? Let's say it's you're cleaning, you're cleaning your dog's mess. Okay, and, and he's done, he's a done little a bit nice, gets on your hands. A nice turd or a, a bit of a mess. It's a bit, it's a little bit of a. It's soft. <laughs> That's my bad. It's not a rocky hard okay, one, okay. and you can. It's definitely smearable. And a it's little a bit gets on the back of your hand it's a, it's a or in between mess. your fingers. Oh, just a little wait, bit. Wait, wait, wait. Why am I grabbing it like this? Why am I just no, going? It's just, it's just coming a little bit. I I have to just grab it full handed. Like, just like, like I'm picking up a remote. Yeah. But okay. Let's say <laughs> it, it, you don't get it all the way and you go to catch it at the last second and a little bit, it falls in your hand a little bit. Is this. Are like, you immediately grossed out? Are you telling me like in, in this scenario, you're daring me to catch my dog's shit? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like thinking like, when would I, I'm mean, like, I'm at uh, the only scenario where I think I have to do that. I'm like, I bring my dogs to, to a friend's house and he's like, not on my new rug. And I have to dive to catch his <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, you're just double handed. <laughs> no. It's like slow-mo. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, if that's the scenario, then yeah, you know, I don't mm. want to ruin my friend's rug. But um, if you're just like, I dare you to hold my, your hand under your dog's ass as he takes a dump. Um, Could no. you do that? No. Okay. I don't want to do that. I feel like I could. I like I could do it. It's not like I genu- genuinely want to or something, but I what's, definitely could do it. What's the like stakes? Be no problem. No stakes. Like just I just I just have the mentality that if I had to, I could definitely do it. Like it like, doesn't gross me out that much. Like yeah, if I had to, I if it's on it. my face or something, then yeah, it's pretty gross. But not on my hands or something. I yeah, like if I had to touch it. <laughs> what about if you're? If you're like, <laughs> you have to barefoot it and mash well, you know it between what, your feet like it's a it's a wine pressing. Oh, it's just poo oh, like dude, that. The smell that reminds me, guys. Um, one time, uh, Daniel um, was coming back to my partner's house, and um, I was showing him something in the garden, and I confidently just took a step, and I'm like, "Oh, that's either sand or poo." Uh, I remember that, poo. and I just kept saying, "I, th- I hope it's sand." Yeah, and um, I was, you know, it was like, you know what, you know what it felt like. It's like when you watch those movies and someone se- um, steps on a trip mine and then everyone just pauses and they're like, don't move, don't move. And it was just frozen still and I didn't want to look. You slipped on it too. Is that awkward like banana peel slip a for a bit, second. A little bit. And, and you're uh, in your new shoes. I was. You just wore them that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I um I wanted to throw my foot out, but Daniel was, you know, he was a trooper and he's like, look, I'm going to clean it for you, dude. He hosed that thing down. Um, it took me a little while to get over the fact that there, there had been poo on there, but uh, we made it through. Yeah, we did it. We made it through. And I feel like I just took charge in that. And I was like, give you me did, the shoe man. right no, now. Because I could see you, your stress was just overwhelming. You. I was paused. I was on pause. Uh, and I was you were stuck. just completely frozen. I was, yeah, I was on a trip mine, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if I move, I'm going to die. And right I just now. said, give me the shoe, get the hose. I did this like last week. So I'm going to fix it up. And I did. I took care of my boy. Yeah. And uh, guys, this is a this is a late night session for us. We're, um, we're coming in live. 
from the from the late night demo tapes. Late night demo, real, <laughs> so it, real straight hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real late hours. Sorry. Real, real weird, wacky hours. So yeah. smash that motherfucker subscribe button <laughs> if you're up real wacky hours. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah. Got a it's little cool. brisky. Daniel's, little brisky. Um, Daniel's got his health, and uh, we're <laughs> kicking it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to, uh, the topic I wanted to talk to you about today. So I, I randomly stumbled upon this myself. And I don't get, I saw a news article about it. I didn't, I don't have Instagram myself that I use currently, but I thought it was interesting. Um, it was an Instagram account completely looked to be as if it was a, a young teenage girl, but the, the account was a robot. So it was a total CGI robot and rendered by, by a team of people that look like it's meant to represent uh, a teenage girl. So I'll bring it up here for you yeah. if you have a look at it. I'm, the the account's like called very... Little Michaela. Okay. So this right here, Little Michaela, was uh, something I came across. Okay, Three okay. million followers, by the way. Right. Three million followers. And if you were to look at this, would you would you immediately Get be it. able to tell it's a, it's a robot? Forgive me, guys. Uh, sorry, it's um, a render. Forgive me, guys, if I uh, take a little while here. I forgot my glasses today, so. Get in real close like if I'm, it's better I'm, further I'm, away. I'm going to come in real close right over here. Yeah, have a look. When you look at this, what what do you think? Does that look realistic to you, or does that look? It looks like a teenager that's um, really self conscious and heavily edits their own photos. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, it it looks plausible, but like it looks like someone airbrushed the shit out of themselves. When some well, of them looked better than others, but, that's but a some of them selective uh, pose there. So when I'm looking at it, I'm pretty oh, sure the okay. body is real. The mm-hmm. body is real on this person, but they're sticking a fake face on that yeah, person that's because what I'm the noticing. face looks extremely airbrushed. It's very airbrushed. And like, do we know for certain that this person isn't just airbrushing themselves? Hundred okay. percent. They've confirmed that it's a, it's a, it's a. What's up with some of these poses over here, man? I'm gonna get concerned. Yeah, they're a bit cheeky. Some of them are a bit cheeky. Cheeky but- or. Um- what type of demogra- Some of them what type look of extremely fake. Here? Some of them look like the lighting just does not look real. But what's interesting, what I found uh, with this with this account mm-hmm. is that, what was it? No, what is the number? 42% of people think she's real, that they, that it's a real account. Is this people without the facts? Like just if they're just If asked? they're just scrolling past. But her followers, 42% of her followers think she's real, like a real person. Like a real a real girl, you know what? Um, so, for, like, let me describe it. It's just all the all the poses of very generic, you, you know, things that you expect a nineteen year old girl to be doing. Um, you know, posing with a boyfriend, opening a box of shoes, um, out town eating, yeah. picture of her food, selfie, you know, getting dressed or whatever, friends. something like that. It's very Halloween normal stuff. Party, filters, yeah, etc. Um, my question for those 42 percent would be well Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's more so like i know that people i follow the reason i know they're real is because i have a vested interest in who i'm following right Mm -hmm. i don't just follow for aimlessly Mm -hmm. do you think the demographic is uh of people that just like do do the whole follow for follow stuff so they don't really care about who they're following and and her photo pops up once in a month and they're just like yeah that's just kk whatever her name is yeah, so they they seemed it's what's weird to me is that most of the most of the responses on the on the her comments are really thirsty 
uh, we love you. Guys. Come to Brazil. Yeah, come to come to wherever. Come to this. Oh, when are you coming to New York? I want to meet up with you. Could that be bots as well themselves? I don't know. Instagram's full of that. There's stuff. heaps of it like that. Heaps of them go. What filter is that that you're using on your face? It could be kids. Yeah, but th- so f- heaps of them think they're realistic. Wow. Heaps of them think that that she's a real person, right? Anyway, so I did my own research into this per- into this little Michaela to see what it was all about, and so I found out it was made by two guys, who two two. So I don't know if it was two guys. It was two people that made it and specialize in kind of advertising or something like that. Right. They run a bunch of different accounts that are all CGI robots let's say that it even says that in the pro- profile at the top it says i'm a replicant that's uh, oh, gone damn I'm it i'm a replicant yeah so it oh here we go 19 year old robot living in la that's what it says that so, is something a, a a young adult would say though you know yeah so i had a look into it and with three million followers she's already considered a fashion icon she's done endorsements and street brand uh, street branding with already Calvin Klein and Prada. That's just like two of the ones that I found. Her net worth, $125 million. Is this the next stage for this is what I was. This is what I was crazy. So I looked into this more. I was shocked when I saw this. I said, That's $125 really million, this doesn't, person doesn't even exist. Imagine like even being a person like you yes. or me following that account what am I getting out of it? Because, you know, I, I know Instagram's, I mean, just recently, um, Instagram just changed like yesterday mm. to compete with TikTok. So they did the whole 16 by 9 ratio, full screen update. Okay. So it's now going to be- You mean 916? 916, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, video editor. Yep. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, the the reason, um, it's they're, they're pulling away from static imagery and going towards TikTok because mm-hmm. you've got to compete, you know? And yep. um, a lot of people are upset about that. Me, for one, I don't care for videos on Instagram. I want to see photos. That's why I'm on it. Mm-hmm. TikTok's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, I would be. I would. I would ask myself, why am I following this person? It's so strange that three million people. Uh, you know, say uh, half of those people are legitimate people. Is she like uh, causing? Is she a celebrity? Is she like? Yeah. Is she, does she have gossip? Does she have a life that people are interested in? So it seems to be that there's some sort of life that she tends to be following, which is I have a boyfriend, I have relationships. I there's, there's random people in comments at each one. Is that your boyfriend? What happened to the last guy? You know, just wow. really following the story as if it's a, a, you know, a real person to kind of interact with. I mean, look, I guess that demographic that follows that account are the same people that watch reality TV thinking it's reality, right? Yeah. It's just scripted reality. Yeah. I guess I, I just really it's like watching Kardashians and this. thinking that yeah. that's actually their life, you know. Yeah, it's just it's it's fabricated. So you're watching a fabricated life. It's just not a TV show. It's just an Instagram feed. Yeah. So I I kept looking into this and was extremely concerned. So I looked up. So if she's getting a, if she has a sponsored endorsement. Approximately, she would get eight thousand dollars per product placement. God so it, all she has to say is, as a, this character would be, "This is, this is the product I'm wearing today. Love this brand. Blah blah blah." Right. So in twenty twenty, destroy all humans. Twenty twenty, she became the first digital avatar to sign with a talent agency with a contract as a, as an actual person that gets managed. 
do you think her name's on the contract or her it's, owner's? It's her. No, it's her. How does and that she, work? Yeah, so that's what I said. It was the first. So she signed with CAA and she was um, becoming the first virtual client ever. I don't think that's a smart business, business decision. I don't know. So they're, they're called the Creative Arts Agency. They're one of the most influential agencies in the world. And so she's being managed as if she's a real client with them. Whether it's, you know, you're... you're Chris Hemsworth or whatever and you're a really successful model or whatever you're doing yeah you're, you're being managed the her as a digital character is being managed that as if she's a real person bizarre. that is really bizarre so one thing I just thought immediately off the top of my head man this and what I found was it was in the earnings their company was not affected by COVID at all because she doesn't exist. You put her shots anywhere. Yeah. You put yeah. her pictures anywhere. You can find a photo online and just oh take God, it. I just had the best burger at Burger King. You yeah. guys got to try the new blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, wow. last year, every, so last year she made um, the people she works for, whoever owns a company, $10 million just in the last year. She's like the perfect influencer, right? Yeah. And you always stay the same age. Your hair can be whatever you want. You can you can manipulate. You don't need to fly to go to do a sponsored shoot or anything. If the demographic starts swaying in one way, you can make her manipulate her to fit the demographic. The totally. Yeah. Wow. That's very really interesting, interesting. I thought, right? That is very interesting. I personally could not give a shit about following something like that, though. Yeah, me so too. It baffles me that that many people care. Yeah. Um, one scary. second. Sorry, one sec. just want to test something. Ah! Sorry, guys. Just one, one, one moment real quick. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. So, I just thought this is so scary when you think about the potential of it doesn't even have to be a real person. It could just be anything that's representing that person, right? Yeah. It's kind of freaky. It is very freaky. I I just really... I think what's also just equally freaky for me is people having an interest in following something like that. Totally. I mean, I, fair enough, but benefit of the doubt the people that believe she's a real person mm-hmm. because people, you know, like to follow that sort of stuff. But if you were aware she's an fabricated, other than just being in awe that this is happening, why would you follow this person? Totally. So interesting. What does this mean for the future of, of one, modeling, fashion, people, like... So I, I kept delving into this more because I was so interested in it. And I came across this other one, which was called Shudugram. Mm-hmm. And this one is a very hyper-realistic kind of model that someone came up with on the back of Black Lives Matter to, right. to essentially be a Black Lives model and a, and a black model that's- An ambassador. An ambassador and women power and all that stuff, right? Right. So this is the one I kept seeing. And at first, when you look at it, you think it could be a real person. So this looks very realistic. Look at the skin. No, you know what? I can tell that's modeled. You can tell it's Because even like the other girl, she looks real, but just heavily airbrushed. This looks like a 3D model. Yeah. It's, so some of them- it's the rendering of, of the skin doesn't yeah. look realistic. Some of them look okay. She looks, um, the texture, whoever's modeled that, it looks like she's got plastic skin. A little bit, yeah. It's not a hundred percent realistic. She has elongated features as well, very tall neck do, and stuff. I also keep in mind, guys, I don't have my glasses, so I could be way off. I didn't think it was bad, but it's definitely not perfect. No. Though, if I was scrolling on a quick glance, I could be fooled, to be honest. Especially this photo. I thought maybe that's a good shoot. 
you know, yeah. I, and, and they've airbrushed them. And for you know, sure. that's, that's what would happen in a very high production shoot like yeah. that. It would look turn out like that. Yeah. Interesting. So I kept diving deeper, son. This wasn't it. Damn. I kept going, and I thought, my God, how how deep does the rabbit hole go? Then, I just kept thinking, what what else could what else can be done? Like, what? So, where else can you go with this? Like, so you bring up these issues of you know, they essentially attach the idea of a person rather than a real person. Mm. One, people were complaining that this person was stealing jobs away from actual models because if you can just render <laughs> okay. a model and be done with it, right? The guy who made this was a photographer. And did it to get it off the back of Black Lives Matter to see if he could trend and it blew up. Then I found this Japanese singing pop star, mega pop star they're called, called Hatsunu Miku. Mm-hmm. All right, released in 2007, doesn't sing at all. It's, it's a total vocal engine the, the, called uh, Vocaloid Software Voice. It was developed by Krypton Future Media. And this this person has live concerts, and they're not they're a hologram. It's an anime character, and people are they like it's a hologram live. Like it's a hologram sing, live. Like yeah, like it was like Tupac at Coachella. Was yeah, that, that it's all time? like that. So, uh, where is it? Here we go. Oh, at least she looks anime. Yeah, it looks anime, but people go in person and screaming their heads off when they go see her live. That is like when you thought mainstream music couldn't get any worse and fabricated. Mm-hmm. That is so bad. It's insane. It's a very high intensity it's like dance take kind the of algorithm of what people like yeah. pop songs and just and just go ham. So she's been featured in over one hundred thousand songs because she's an, a vocal engine. There's no real. So they voiced it. It kind of sounds like, you know, Animal Crossing where it's. It's kind of like what she sounds like. So they, Dude, you, you think know about what? that, how many, how many songs you could pump out? DJ Keller been real quiet since he just dropped that information. <laughs> He'd been real quiet since he just dropped that information. Yeah. He's so, like, we the, with, with a second, with a second burst. With a second. With a second burst. Fuck. So I just thought this is bananas, and it, and it just kept going deeper. Oh so, my god! No, that's, she she was on a- this this anime character was on David Letterman as the character, and they they have a band that seems to play with them live. But the David Letterman was just laughing at it, right? So net worth also 120 million estimated, 120 million featured 100,000 songs. Some dude as well, when I was researching this, married this this character in real oh, life. It was, it was a fictosexual relationship. That's not the called. first time, right? Didn't, yeah. didn't some dude in like 2000, and like, I remember in like YouTube's Prime, someone married their Nintendo because it was a character in the Nintendo DS because it was a character in their Nintendo DS. It was like a Japanese guy and he was obsessed with her. So he okay. married the, the Nintendo DS. That's intense. Yeah, that's that's... That's because of that. He he, what did, he ran so she could walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, this is the guy, and he was he was devastated recently because in the last couple months it should have been me. He, he had a hologram set up in her in his house. By How the much way, what's cost? He had a hologram. No, it's a tiny little box, but the the software got discontinued, so I can't talk to her anymore. <laughs> no grades. So he said it's very hard for him to connect with his partner. Look, there it is. That's that little hard to connect with his partner. They um, he doesn't have the adapter when they go overseas. Yeah, uh, he spent eighteen thousand dollars on the wedding, man. Uh, oh, there's some footage of it here. 
Is that a doll version it's of her? A, it, he brings around a doll most places, I think. I hope this even runs. I just feel sad for I him. I forget it. Yeah, it's look, oh. none of his parents oh. came. And he said he did it to show that he's, did you know, to, encar- to encourage either? people to come out who are fictosexual. It's 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 called. Um, so he comes and greets her every day and, and he has dinner with her and stuff. It's pretty full on. Look, there's another picture of her and Blade Runner. I just love the face here. <laughs> I accept my doom. This he's is my life. So serious about that. He's dead serious. Look at that man right there. That's the face of someone that is angry that someone's taking a photo of his wife. Yep. Without without his permission. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, that's I, I kinda didn't go any further than that because I was getting scared. I'm dude, I'm glad you didn't because um that would have freaked me. That would have freaked me out. Mm-hmm. I would have just been, yeah. Like I said, I'm just, I'm just scared that um, people are into that already. Yeah. I, I feel like that's such a futuristic concept. That's that's AI territory. Yeah, and so people are just becoming addicted to the sense of the idea. You know, when you're going to pay money to a concert to see a hologram, mm. I don't know. It's there's no real person there. There's no like, real substance. I guess you get in the energy of the place, but. It's not a real person singing. It's not a real person who's there. They're being projected. You know, it's pretty it's scary. Like the, it's like a fine line when you um when you have like a major major pop star doing a concert and they they they're just miming their whole backing track, mm-hmm. and it's like you just take out the physical person and it's, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, they're but just at least you're music. seeing the person yeah, and their yeah. energy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just okay. Well, it's it's totally make believe, and especially following an Instagram account that's. Totally made. Oh, up. guys, we'll be right back. I just want to recharge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. That is interesting, dude. Um, and that reminds me of uh, that doesn't that doesn't remind me, but it that um has something to do with the something I wanted to talk to you about, mm. which is um has to do with AI. Yeah, and, go. And um, so uh, this is a thought experiment that I found, and um, before I before I get into it, I do need to give a warning, um, an info hazard warning, if you if you will, um. This, uh, if you know, if you do have a tough time with existentialism and um, you know dread, please skip this part. It is, it is a, it is a pretty bleak concept. And if you once you hear about it, you know you're you're in it, and there's no way out of it. Mm-hmm. So you've been warned. Um, so go for it. This is called Roko's Basilisk. Okay. Um. Now I need, I'm going to have to read off my notes here because it's a, it's a bit of a deep one. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is a hypothetical thought experiment um, for when human existence reaches the point of the singularity. Okay. I've thought about this a lot. Go right. ahead. So for those of you listening that don't know, um, the uh, the singularity is a hypothesized future where uh, computer computing power. Um, gets to such great feats that it's like a superhuman artificial intelligence and it becomes, uh, it has a capability to simulate human minds and, and upload it, upload its mind to um, other computers and, and it's able to simulate life itself. It's just yeah. so advanced. Um, yeah, it's essentially it's, like being so adept that it's able to kind more of- More than human. Almost. It's more than human and it can process so fast it essentially events everything at once. Yes. Con- in in an instant and everything gets invented that can possibly be made. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So um in this uh hypothetical future this um AI is 
uh, I, I guess it's it's brought into existence, and um, it's able and and, and if it, if it gets to a point where it's able to understand human quality qualities like fear and mm-hmm. self preservation, like we do, then it might have an interest in um, the people who were in fear of its creation. Okay. Okay. Um, and even if it doesn't have proof that you were in fear of it, it probably has the capability to take what you are as a person uh, or anything that represents you as a person and simulate your life to even figure out if you were to fear it or would, would have feared it at, at one point in your life. Okay. Okay. Um, so the basic thought of, thought experiment is that um, if this AI was able to find out that you didn't want it, its existence, then it could have uh, the power to essentially stop your existence by putting you into uh, an, in, an, an, a hell trapped in your own mind. It could kind of like, the, you know, it could put you into like a matrix essentially, but that's like a, just an internal eternal hell. Yes. And um, you're just trapped in there and it could be just torture forever because it knows that it you did not want its existence. Okay. And then on top of that, if you then create it out of fear, then you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy in which the fear of something happening, you're, you've made it happen. So then um, taking that one one step further, because of it, because of its intelligence, it's able to find out that it was created due to fear and then um, you are now viewed as being in fear of it. So then you are still at um, at its at its mercy. Oh, say it again. So um, if it finds out that you fear it, yeah, it could pretty much put you in- um, Some sort of mental prison. Mental prison, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then if, because of, because of this knowledge of, what it has the potential of doing, mm-hmm. you create it to essentially support it. Then you've created it out of fear. Yes. And then if it runs its simulation and finds out that you created it out of fear, mm-hmm. then you have created, you are essentially fearing itself and it still has the potential to, to lock you up. Yeah. So you're, but that's only, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah, get what so you So you're essentially yeah. uh, trapped. So now just the, uh, the understanding of this theory you're essentially in a position right now that if you don't do anything right now to support its creation in this hypothetical future that it's possible, mm-hmm. then you are going to be put into this hellscape. Okay. And if you don't do anything right now, then you are not contributing to it, therefore a threat to its existence, therefore potentially going to be put into this hellscape. Yeah, but that's to say if we're locked inside this mental prison to begin with. Well, it's 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 when the AI is created. and Yeah, when it's surpassed us. Yes. Yeah, that's a big fear that I kind of have is what yeah. will happen when AI, because the minute it's invented, about two seconds later, you get sing- singularity. It would be instant. It's, it it's be almost s- instantaneous. Yeah, I can imagine it's just be like, oh, I am me. This is me. I understand everything. This is me. So what like, was so I- scary about it for you? I am I'm okay with it because I um I don't see it happening in my lifetime, I guess, you know? Are you serious? You think there won't be the AI as smart as us in our lifetime? I I don't think I think it'll be towards the end of our lifetime for yeah, sure. If it is, it's right at the end of life. Expert scientists say by twenty forty, hundred percent. Right. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean look, it, um 
you you got to do you got to support it. Okay. You got to support Roko's Basilisk. I think yeah, I think that's a crazy thought experiment and it's pretty cool. But it got, it, can, so basically when can, this when can we, this the thing is though the AI can't encapsulate the reality you're already in. Um I I believe it's like it, it it'd be in a position where um it can. Yeah, it it can just do something like that. I think it'd be in a in a in a position where um you would be reliant on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um it, this this um this thought experiment was so uh, bad that um, I think the 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 person that submitted it was named Roko or the the username was Roko. Um, it was on a like a philosophy board, mm-hmm. and the admin uh, ripped it down and deleted it and was just like, "This is stupid." This is, you know, and it's because um, several people complained about it because they were having like you know they were essentially breaking down um, with just the, knowing that this this fact because you know I, um, some people can't handle this this idea now that they have the knowledge of this. Uh, it's a big fear for some people. Mm-hmm. I understand that, yeah. and I and I hear it. I I have it on a on a different level with the existentialism. Like I kind of went through some mental health stuff, and I'll bring it up here. I guess and if is you're that comfortable yeah with it. yeah. So you know, I suffered from uh, derealization. For I I do still suffer from derealization, which is a very intense. Fear, feeling that you're disconnected from your own sense of reality and a big part of that was coming to terms with like why do we exist why are we here it all feels dream world it all feels very uncomfortable and why do we do anything we want to do and what's the point of life you know there's a lot of unanswerable questions of you know why are we here are we in a simulation yeah i've heard a lot of i've done a lot of research into other people who mentioned the same thing kind of as well as a lot of other people coming to the terms of they felt like they were in a sense of um, they kept saying, I, I saw a lot of people say that they didn't, they had the sense of feeling that they were in a dream world or mm. they became very obsessed with, um, what's the word? Simulation theory. Yeah. They became very obsessed with simulation theory uh, and didn't I know like why. Especially right now, uh, from from the beginning of COVID till now. Yeah, mass trauma. Every, uh, yeah, everyone's just kind of feeling like what is going on. Yeah. And it's the, the sense of impending doom when yep. you can't escape it. So a lot of people said ever since COVID happened that they felt like they were in a dream world, became very obsessed with simulation yep. and were posting about it. And a lot of people came out and said, I think you're suffering from dissociation. It's a trauma mental coping mechanism. Right. And that kind of sense maybe triggered that. And he became very, he didn't know what was going on in this instance, but I think he was very scared to hear what was going on, mm. especially if you're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Or it's not bothering you too much, but you have to be okay with the unknown with this type of stuff. And I think a yes. lot of people who do fear it don't have have a problem with control. Well, I think it's more so that even if you don't, if you choose to believe it and not do anything about it, you're still in its. You're still on a bad path because you haven't supported it. Yeah, but this is if it's. This is if it's. One, we're in a simulation now to any degree, which a lot of people could argue we're not in base reality, yeah, whatever, but we're in the instance that we are now. It's like if you play The Sims, The Sims don't know that they're Sims. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you could kind of argue that you got to just do the best with what you're given and not think about it too much. Yeah. Deal with it when you're there. And so, you know what? This could be the hellscape. Do, do we you don't have, know. Did it scare you? So, I, for instance, that would have scared me probably about a year ago mm-hmm. in my mental health journey. I would have been terrified to think about that. But now it's more that 
Yeah, it's it's a freaky thought, but you I have what? to be okay with what's going on now. I think I would start freaking out when I start hearing signs of AI getting to that point. But for me right now, I just don't see anything being close to that. So I'm like, whatever. But I don't understand how they would have the potential to... Tr- so you think they'd be able to invent something that immediately traps your mind in some sort of altered state of reality? Yeah. You ever seen the movie Upgrade? No. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> so pretty okay you won't you won't ruin it but so this is kind it a movie of AI, i should see yeah definitely okay maybe. so there's there's a it's it's nothing like that don't worry it's it's along that path i didn't ruin anything for you so what i was going to say was that you have to think that the technology is somehow this this ai this thing can immediately invent something that encaptures the whole human race kind of like the matrix Yep. I think that's what The Matrix scared so many people when it came out. That kind of trippy, you know, n- late 90s sci-fi that was, oh my God, all of like reality bending, kind of mind bending shit with action. The Matrix has aged well though, man. It did. It's so relevant right now. You can yeah. watch it and just be like, holy crap. It gets, the more you think about it, you could just go into your a rabbit hole in your own mind. It's yeah. so deep. Totally. It's amazing. And it was pretty freaky for me as a kid when I watched it. Like it was kind of scary. Like that that kind of thought. That was the first time I kind of had that existential thinking. I don't think I really could fathom it as a, when I yeah, was I, young. I, I kind of was just like, I love. I like when they shoot. I like when they. Do, <laughs> I like when they shoot the bullets. The the altered reality thing scared me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not that I could fully grasp it about being out of the reality that I was, but the whole waking up and then you're in some sort of nightmarish situation that was kind of freaky. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of these theories for the matrix movie but i i heard a really cool hot take that i've, I've never even really considered before and um it was this really really cool thought that um uh humans got to a point where they they wanted like uh like a wally situation we wanted comfort we mm-hmm. wanted to live in harmony yep um our earth was kind of shit so we created this uh robot these robots to um keep us alive and we all plugged ourselves in voluntarily into the matrix so we could enjoy life while these robots were in charge of rebuilding the earth and the agents were in place to stop morpheus from um because essentially he's he's a tyrant and he's a terrorist and he's like i refuse to be a part of this fucking uh ideology that we we live in this i mean i I live in the real world i don't want to be a part of this artificial life Mm -hmm. and he's essentially taking people out of there that voluntarily he's trying to bring it all down and the agents are actually put in place to destroy this terrorist cell which is morpheus and i'm like man that's an interesting take so it's flipping the story it's flipping the story but like also so i mean the people that are in the matrix aren't aware it might be generations and generations down the track but it was always a choice from the get-go and it'd be interesting if that was the if that was the actual thing and um Morpheus is, a, is like, you know, just that person that's just old school. He's like, no, I, I'm a so against that idea. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no, I, I, I'm, I know it's nice in here and it's cushiony and I don't want to live in this wasteland of an earth that's just fucking storms and shit and, and eroded earth. I want to be happy. You know, I want to I eat steak that's perfect cut and yeah. not eat oatmeal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like the flip on that. It's that, an interesting and, and I like that. That kind of, you know, the twist on the story and the kind of the fan theories and stuff like that. Yeah. I love that shit. Um, there was another interesting uh, thing I saw recently, um, which is, it, it obviously just has to do with location of shooting, but um, in Attack of the Clones, 
uh, the the character that plays Mouse in Matrix. Um, he's like, you want to buy any death sticks? He does that to Obi Wan in the in this uh, bar scene. Yeah, and then um, there's a scene where they're walking in the bar, and a lady just happens to like give. Uh, I think it's Obi Wan. It's Obi Wan. She gives him like a little bit of a seductive look, and it's the lady in red, the actress that plays Lady in Red. Okay. Um, in the Matrix, and it's just like, uh, is all of Star Wars set in another alternate Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> or they're just desperate for actors. Just uh, Australian. Shooting. I got a mate. Australian yeah, she worked actors. on this film. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I love that stuff. It also gave me the thought, which I wanted to bring up as well, yeah. is that um, I Alan Watts said it and came up with it. I, th- I think he co- originally quoted the and came up with the quote, but it was, more to do with that, you know, the reality stuff you're talking about was that, you know, people say, well, you know, what if you're, what if you go to sleep one day and you'll never wake up and that's essentially death, right? He kept saying, people mm-hmm. fear that. But he said the real question should be, what if you wake up but you never had gone to sleep and you've already done it? Was that when we were born? You didn't say that one again. So people say, well, what's the fear? The people say they fear that one day they're going to go to sleep and never wake up. Right. Right, so you would just dream forever. But he said the real, the real thing that actually happens is one day you'll wake up without ever having gone to sleep. You'll just wake up from whatever this reality is into the next. Right. And he said, think about it. You would have done it when you were born, but you never, you just don't remember it. And I think that's a hard thing because you woke up one day and you weren't even asleep. You just yeah. woke up and existed. Well, I guess the reason one's a fear and one's not is because one's you can't say for certain the other one is 100% certain like there's going to be that day that it could happen just pass away in your sleep yeah but he said but why think about it as like a like something you will never wake up from he said what if this is the what if there's a better reality waiting along the other side you'd hope so you'd hope so but he said it has to be because that's already happened it's what we already did when we were born it, it already happened yeah we didn't we weren't asleep and then woke up that's not what happens. You wake wake up without ever being asleep. Mm-mm. That's another thing. Um, I remember being very late into my life. I remember hearing this from since I was in primary school. Like, what if you just woke up? You just woke up, and you all all your memories are just you know are just from when you woke up. Like we like this is the first day of our life right now, and there's no way to prove that everything that happened before wasn't just a big memory dump yeah of course i never really understood that until like okay as did that scare you no existentialism seems to freak you out a lot no i'm not i'm okay with that oh you're okay it's just it's it's just like i don't think i don't i i feel it feels way more real that i've lived this life rather than it's just been bumped into me i've just woken up and i'm just like there's no proof that everything happened before well, I just woke up this morning. Yeah, but th- th- that's what's happened. That's what you know is reality. Yeah. Yeah, so you just have to go, well, I'm okay with what's happening right now and yeah. what I'm experiencing right now, right? It just feels like more the real. the ultimate it, enlightenment. Or I would it feels up. more real that I, I I feel like those are my memories rather than not being 100% sure that if they're my memories or not. Yeah, yeah I understand yeah. that. I, under, I understand where you're coming from. You just have to accept that. Yeah. It's where we are, right? It's what being human is. It's wonderful. That's it, mate. That's it, mate. That's it, mate. Yeah, cool. Okay, so I got another one I wanted to talk to you about. <clears throat> Go for it. Okay, my mate told me about this. Yeah. This is pretty freaky. Uh, so 
it was about this this late late night episode late night episode spooky stuff he, he was telling me about this so as another friend of mine told me he said he heard this news article and sent it to me and I read it and it was horrifying is that these people had a eye implant put into their brain like into their body right an eye implant and they it was able to restore sight for them. So they were able to see more and you, you have to have some sort of special surgery and be connected to these special glasses. But essentially, I think it's for people with cataracts mm-hmm. who have lost the vision in their eye. They're able to see. It's pretty cool. Is this the technology where um, it's it's like a black and white computer generated um, map of the, what the human eye sees? I think it's it, not I, like I, I really see. don't know how the technology looks, but that wasn't really the point of it. Okay. The point was that Man, the company that installed this software went bankrupt. So if anything went wrong with this stuff that is in their head, they have a dead product in their head. So some people are experiencing technical glitches and the company was bankrupt. So they're like, sorry, we're not fixing it. So they have a dead product in their body. Imagine, dude, um, the product malfunctions and they start to be able to see a reality that we can't understand. (laughs) And they're like, I'm seeing it. And you're like, yeah, right. It's just bugging out. And you're like, dude, I am seeing the elves. Like like, they can see shit. And um, and only the people that have the um, discontinued version can see it. And the company's bankrupt. The files are missing. (laughs) And no one can recreate this technology. And they're just seeing this realm. They're just- My wizard eyes. (laughs) They're just lifting the veil. And they're just, they can see shit that we can't see. That'd be freaky. That'd be cool. But in this instance, it was the, the they were, so for one person mentioned they were walking down the stairs and they heard beep, beep, beep. And the, the vision went black. Oh, so it just dude. dies. It dies in their head. And the company just says, sorry, we're not fixing it. We're bankrupt. We don't have time to invest in that this is shit. A, that 350 is a- people this happened to. Oh my God. So I, I looked into the company. They just stopped supporting the technology when it came to bankruptcy. And every patient has to fend for themselves. That means if something goes wrong, likely to go permanently blind with no solution. That's horrible. That's horrible, right? The company says it's a grim situation, a company with cutting edge technology to better the lives of blind patients who can also worsen the lives and lead them in the dust because of its bottom line. Why wouldn't they have gotten funding though? The company still exists, but they said that portion of the company, nah, we're not looking after it. I said, is this going to be the norm? You're going to just be walking. You're going to have robot legs and you're going to be crossing a train track and they're just going to die on you. Your you legs are going to become dude, cemented on the train track and you're going to be killed. I think that's so possible because like, say the shit that we own right now, your phone will glitch. TV won't work sometimes. That just shows the technology that we have isn't 100%. Yeah, but accurate. imagine, okay. Then, and, but we're constantly yeah. bringing out emerging technologies. Yeah. They're just never 100% perfect yeah that is that, that just you know it just it's so um classic of a, a tech company just to release something gotta that, make our bottom line does, yeah it oh we 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 we've we had set the deadline we have to meet it if it's not ready it's not ready we have to release it oh we've lost funding oh well <laughs> yeah i was we don't make that part so anymore. you 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 have a dead product in your head that's um that's terrifying that is some scary that's shit. Really, and I really thought scary. maybe that's going to be the future. If that I had people known just that, getting would, bionic arms yeah. uh, where the company's dead, so we just got to, you know, you, too bad. That is, that's like, that's a Blade Runner shit. Yeah, I know. When everything's just too futuristic and, and the stuff that people rely on is just like a bunk product. Yep. So, or, or people are just hacking at themselves and you there. just know some guy on the black market who yeah. can help you out and get the hacked parts and put it in your body. Like you go to a, um, like those little phone repair kiosks in the, in the, super, in the shops at yeah, the shopping center and they're just like, yeah, we, re- we, re- we repair arms for cheap. But it's like in the movie, that's the fat alien guy who's like, <laughs> yeah. 
and then you give him the shit and he just he's got a mate that fix you up and it's full dodge anyway that's it's like I thought it's like that movie Repo Men kind of where you know he starts takes out a mortgage puts a bionic heart in his body and then he can't make the repayment so they come and try and take the heart yeah 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 this is some scary shit that is so dude we're there so we're at we're we're happening Blade Running shit is already happening I can't believe we're already there that's so scary uh, if, I mean, I, I would tell everyone, don't buy shit. If you if 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 you have one piece of technology at home that doesn't work, don't buy something that your life depends on. Yeah, but these people have their vision restored because of this amazing technology, and they said it's working as long as something doesn't go wrong. Yep. But you, but there's no. We can't 100 percent guarantee that's exactly be support. Right. But they were they were saying, oh, we're going to support you. Any problems, come back to us, and then you know they go bankrupt. Oh well. I um I worked for a tech company for a short period of time, mm-hmm. about a year, and um. I was I was I mean I don't know if this is real or not, but I was um pretty much told like yeah the reason things are like you know they don't make them like they used to is because um they can like set capacitors to have a lifespan so that you have to bring it into repairs you have to bring it in for a replacement you have to bring it in for a warranty, um that you know the market is made now to like be that. obsolete. Made to break, yeah. made, made to get to a point where it's you know two three years in, it's done its job. Something blows up in the thing, fuse breaks, capacitor overheats, and you have to replace it. And it's just to keep. You know, but if you knew what to replace, you could do it yourself. Um, Was this high end tech no. like a phone? No, okay. this is your regular electronics. Okay, yeah. I mean, cheap electronics are not like that. They used to be. People say, "Yeah, they'd be like cars like they used to." That's true. That's true. Yeah, I you, mean, that, it, but the cars were no one had, simpler back. But no one in the had day. that in mind. I mean, oh, I mean, since the dawn of industrialization, have been like you know how do how do I how do I market this product to mooch off mooch off the consumer? But um, you know, to be fair, I think sometimes. I think in general though, I don't think I think good electronics and good quality stuff can still last a long time. With good use and maintenance, it's just that depends on what it is. If it's cheap electronics, like you're mentioning, but phones for sure can last five years now. Just the battery you got to replace, but other than that, it should all work good. I I'm not convinced. Every, yeah. Any any bit of tech I own. How old's your phone now? Three years, right? Pixel Six is out. Yeah, yeah. So three years. It's but you're saying buggy, it's dude. Bug- yeah, it's buggy. That's different, but it's still working. But that, to me, is not working. But if they didn't change the software, but you're getting new features, right? You're still getting new features on it. If it stayed yeah, exactly the same and they didn't change the software, you would have had the same experience as when you bought it. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I just want... But you're, you're I not want forced I to own. get the updates. I want whatever I buy to do its job until I choose to change it. Yeah, I, I agree with the bugs are not good, but I would say my phone, my last phone was working perfect until I sold it. No issues. Other than battery slots degrade slightly. No, but no, okay. Every- Everything I own, that's tech. There's one thing that does... Kaput. No, it's just... You, it's livable. It works enough. Yeah. Not enough for but you, you want to return. To f- or, but I, I would say, look, it's heaps more complicated than a old car. Cars, basically. Yeah, like, it's, you not know, mechanics. it's like, not mechanics. Yeah, they, they build a car in the 60s. That shit will go forever because yeah. it barely had any electronics in it. It was just an engine. Thick forged metal that just yeah. has one purpose. And it was quality made. Yeah, you know, handmade. Handmade. Yeah. So a lot of it was really insanely put together mm. but also heaps simple and not efficient 
You're expecting no. massive efficiency cars driving themselves now, insane electronics like window cleaning sensors, automatic doors, automatic boot. Of course, shit's going to yeah. go wrong. That's what I say. Do You're you getting like, here for um, bang for your buck. Do you like all those features in the new cars? Or do you? I do. Of, yeah? Yeah, I do. But I understand that they can go wrong. Mm. But I also say to think to myself, I've never really heard of people's mentioning those type of things going wrong. I would no, say once in a blue yeah. moon, but I, I would say in general, I'd say cars are heaps more reliable than what they were maybe 20 years ago. I'd definitely say more reliable. Um, I was I was just thinking more, Especially of, Toyota more in terms of, um, do you like all the mods and cons that cars have these days? Like all the little things, all the little things that make your driving experience easy. I do. Yeah? I do. I, I, I think it's going to be cool. I just don't like monopolization of it and I don't like certain companies trying to control, you know, you can't have this because you didn't pay extra, f- right. like that extra fee that was not transferred to you. It's mm. kind of like licensing subscription type stuff. I heard Toyota right. wanted to say for them to, to have the auto start feature from outside the car, you were going to have to pay a subscription on, oh. your, on your key. Wow. Your key was going to need a subscription. And I thought, oh, here we go. This Give me is the Flintstones car. Give me the Flintstones car. Yeah. I thought that was really shit. Lucky it didn't pick off. But you watch, remember microtrack transactions weren't a thing in games until someone did it and then everyone got on board with it and they say, hey, it works. So I'll well, just yeah. copy you. That's just it. It's, as soon as you, as soon as as a business owner, you see another business getting away with something, you go, well, if they can do it, I can do it. That's exactly right. That's it. And it's about the first person making this step. You know, yep. Apple were the first ones to say, oh, we're not going to include the charger in the phone anymore. And so then Samsung straight away were the first ones to make fun of it. And then the second ones to follow. That person's selling hot chips for $10. Yeah. I'm, do that. I'm selling them for two bucks. I'm doing 10 bucks now. Yeah, exactly. And so then they say, oh, we're doing it for the environment. Bullshit. You're doing it for your bottom dollar. That's it. You're lying, mate. Keep yep. that shit away from I can go on a rant forever <laughs> on this shit. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We're, all, we're, boys, we're old men. We're old men. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I am. Oh, me too, for sure. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Um, you know, man, uh, speaking of cars, uh, yeah. I, I stumbled across this, which is really, really cool. Blow check, my mind, boy. Check, I want to have a blown. Thicks, check this out. It's Brum. Let me see. This is a car in 1918, fully electric. What What batteries did it run on? That's incredible. Uh, I, I'm not. That's like first world war shit. It looks like. It's wait, wait. Those batteries look new as those hell. Are new. But look at oh, this. Okay. There is some other cars. Look at this. 1918 Walker Electric. Yeah. No one knows uh, why it was discontinued. I think this was a German car. This I'm would not- have been heaps inefficient back then with those lead acid batteries. Yeah. They were heavy but and just big. to think that this was the direction at one stage. At 1918. Why As did we change? Try- I th- it was would have been too expensive, too heavy, and too inefficient. Too expensive? Look at this photo. Electric car in a private charging station. That person's not playing. <laughs> that person's not paying electricity bills. Yes, they are. No, Dude, they probably got some like. Look how burning they, oil in they, the backyard. It would be so disconnected from like a okay, town. Okay, but you have to think back then. Maybe power outlets and all that stuff went. Um, they would have been 1918. Had power yeah, outlets. Yeah, yeah. Electricity yeah. pumping. Well, I don't know what the cost of electricity was, but you have to think the efficiency of charging those batteries. It might have taken two days to charge up. And so you're like, oh, I'm flat. I got to wait two days. <laughs> Yeah, I think, dude. I I, I did a I did a lot of research back in a battery tech back at school. Mm-hmm. 
the lead acid chemistry was nuts. It was right. so bad. It was very inefficient. So it was huge, heavy, costed a lot to make. They didn't hold a charge very long. Not a lot of power output. And someone now, was like, let's these burn tiny stuff. batteries zipping you around. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, lithium ion versus. But I was just like, I can't believe that. Um, it was that's that very long ago, thinking. 1918. Yeah, that's crazy. And they were doing electric cars then. That yeah. is incredible. I um, it's kind of sad to 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 think that you know where we would be if they carried on uh, from electric like electric forward cars at that stage. Yeah. Instead, someone was like, let's just make combustion. Hey man, there's a lot of black stuff coming out of the back of that car. Is that okay? Yeah, it'd be right. <laughs> What's no the worst that no could one, happen? No one had a care back then. What's the worst that could happen? The industrial revolution was just. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst that? What's the worst that could happen? I'm going the back kids, to the mines. See you yeah, later. Welcome back to the mines. And get my five year old son to help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Do you think that? What do you? What do you potentially think that was? stopping those type of innovations back then. Do you think it was think a person? I do think it was money, man. Do, do you think, think it was, was money, money? Yep. being put like, oh, we've got to keep this going? Yeah, because you know, there's, there's a lot of evidence in, out there for these big uh, corporations back in the day to, to strong-arming uh, politicians for keeping their um, their process uh, at top top of the chain, right? You yeah. Know, the whole oil and, and petrol industry. Yeah. You know, everyone knows about that stuff. And it, it wouldn't surprise me that- um, Grease a few the, palms the, back the, then. To put the kibosh on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand that. That could be potentially... They, they, they worked in the engine bay, mm. had the oil on their hands. Yeah. Okay, I got a story. I got some real shit for you. You just reminded me about a car as well. Yeah. Okay, this is cool. You'll like this. So, I, I this is just totally off the top of my head. So, this was... I had... So, my partner's dad told me about the story. He... Um, he had a guy he, he grew up with, was like very... Like, he lived in the same area as him. Mm-hmm. He, I'll find his name. Give me one second. So he grew up with him. Um, he was like a kooky guy, always uh, working in his garage on stuff. Um, Shall we bring up his name? Is it, is it, is it, are you yeah, yeah, we risk? can. No, 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 no. This guy's dead now. Is and I'll tell you why, bro. They, the, the fucking Gustavo put the hit on him or some shit. They put it the was crazy, on man. Okay, got him. Cool. They silenced Partner's it. dad, when he was young knew this guy and he he himself the partner's dad was a very cool kind of very switched on with electronics and, and mechanical stuff loved building his own cars stuff like that cool cool met this guy always see him tinkering and stuff his house was just full of science experiments full of crazy shit right this guy had a car ran on water yeah i've i've, I've, I've i there's a few people um especially in that 80s, I found. There's a I lot think of this these, was 70, 80s, right? A lot of people were doing this and, and they just, you know, just. This what happened to them. So I'll tell you. So he went to the guy's house a couple times and he showed him the car. He's like, dude, this thing runs on water. Amazing. So the guy's name was Yule Brown, very famous uh, professor of electrolysis of water. And he had a, a patent on something called Brown's gas. Dude, he had a welder where it could arc weld, you know, metal like that. It was like the power of the sun in your hands and when you pulled it out here it was creating water you ever heard of this it's called brown's gas it's electrolysis so here it would create water dude if you held your hand if you held the welder to your hand it would melt your hand in an instant but about 30 centimeters away it's creating water and he would put it on a board and water would start dripping down the board but if you put it next together bro melt brick is it melting um brick that's how hot it was. Is it using hydrogen or something like yeah, that? Yeah, hydrogen. It's called Brown's gas, he called it. Okay. So he was able to extract something with the water and separate it and bring it back together with some sort of 
p- pattern of technique, right? He made That's a cool. car run on this shit. And the guy, when he went to his house, dude, the, her dad tells me, yeah, he, this shit was working. He's driving it around his backyard. He was there watching it. He goes, dude, you watch. He said, people are after me for this. No joke. He said, I, I've had some weird shit happen to me and some guys have been coming around the house asking, asking questions. They want to buy my technology. He says, fuck no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, Dude, a week later, the guy's house is shot up with a machine gun out the front. About a couple months later, gone. Guy disappears. Oh, so he, he survived the, the he drive He survived by. the shooting. He said, dude, they." Sh-, he comes past this house. He goes, dude, they shot at my house. Shows him the bullet holes all over the house. And then a couple of weeks later, gone. Never heard from him again. And the uh, gone, and house technology? cleaned out. And house technology? Never heard. Dude, the guy dead. I looked him up. I of looked course. him up. The guy's dead. Of course. Yep. That's really sad. Yeah. And I've heard a few stories like this. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the fact that this, these stories are so um, popular, the fact that, you know, people know that you are able to run a car on water. Yep. Why aren't we doing this? Yeah, man. Also, Especially I like, hydrogen. Hydrogen just, is um, much easier to use than and, water. Uh, yeah, but he was able to do greener. it. He said he put water in it and that's all he needed it to run. Um, Crazy. And just, you know, on the side, I, I like to picture that um, the sound of the exhaust is um, a bu- like the sound that a bubble machine makes here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to picture the exhaust fumes of bubbles. I like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd it's be like, cool. everyone's <laughs> like bubbling down the street. Yeah, that'd be yeah. so funny. It'd be, you're, you're helping the environment and it's fun for the kids. Yeah. Or well, just what else, bubble, what do you want? bubble pandemic and no one can escape the bubbles that's yeah, created. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of this movie I watched, dude. It's a, man, it's a, it's a, a deep cut. Not a lot of people know about it. I think it's called um, yeah, I think it's called Envy. Um, it's a Jack Black film and Ben Stiller mm. and Christopher Walken. Oh, wait. And he makes the poo disappear. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've seen that. I love that film. That's such a good film, Vaporize. Yeah, Vaporize. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love that film. It's a good film. Yeah, it's uh, Ben Stiller and Jack Black. Mm, mm. Yeah, and he invents the thing and he's an idiot. And he gets then so he rich d- off he it. He gets so rich and Ben Stiller is so pissed because he didn't invest in it. That's yeah, a funny yeah. film. I love that film. But yeah, dude, totally. And you know what though? It's it's those type of things where it gets too big and there's already something in place that's already bigger. So heaps of the times they, for instance, they it's not all the time, it's bad, but it's not all the time you're getting killed. A lot of the time they buy the, the patent to the product and go, well, we're going to just shelve it. Yeah, and they yeah. never they never do anything with it, but they buy it for a stupid amount, yeah. and to a point where the person might be like a hundred million. I can't refuse that. So money. that when when they're ready, they can manipulate the market to to be in that new yeah. new area because they got the patent for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fat cat. Yeah, I think it. I think it's totally possible, but whether or not it's always with the intention to kill someone, it's more that hey, this is going to affect our profits. Better to just buy the product now. Like Google does, right? They just buy everything when they when they feel like it's going to be... Whoop, it triggered my phone. Oh, whoa. Always listening. Yeah, Singularity, it's happened. Oh, shit, I'm gone. My brains are being sucked out my butthole. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Garfield... Yes. If he was at the top of a big conglomeration, he would be offended. Big if Garfield? He was, if he was called a fat cat. <laughs> It's big Garfield out to get me. Fat cats galore. The fat cats are out there. He, he maybe he's the origin of fat cat. Just a greedy fuck. Wow. Yeah. He's everywhere, man. Is fat cats that old? Where's that saying from? Fat cat, you see. 
Well, I feel like that's older than Garfield because Garfield was what, the 80s? I feel like Garfield was early 80s, right? From what we established, dude, Garfield is... He is the, everything. The alpha and the, the omega. Wow. The beginning and the end. Yeah. Speaking of cats, i got a story for you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, did I ever tell you about when my granddad came to Australia for the first time? No, I don't think so. Okay, good. So, he, he came to Australia and he came from Croatia. It's very, like, very kind of poor part of Croatia definitely right. not in the the very you know well established area like Zagreb or anything like that I think he was on the east coast of of Croatia I believe a little bit north maybe so the beach the beach side it's all beach baby it's just all beach right <laughs> it's all, no no there's only one side that's beach right but it, yeah I, I don't know how close it was to beaches and water but pretty poor where mm-hmm. they where they grew up Anyway, he wanted to come to Australia for a better opportunity, heard good things about Australia, plenty of work, plenty of money. So he yep. did it. He came. When he came to Australia, he, he went to Queensland. It was the first place he came on the boat. And they kind of, from the port, I think they selected a bunch of people to come work on a farm. And they just saw a bunch of guys. And he was a pretty solid guy at the yep. time. And so they said, he went up to a lineup and they just said, you, 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 come with us. We're going we're gonna to need you for work. And then he went to work a farm in Queensland. The... Right? Um- the trust. Okay. Wow. The trust, you know. Dude, it was rough back then. It was people like, well, okay, I got to do I'll it. I'll take it. Yeah. So he went to work on a sugarcane farm in uh, Queensland. Um, ate dinner every night with the family. Like they look after him and he worked with the other bunch of Croatian guys at the time. Oh, so he's like- um, Most of them are Croatian. He's living on the farm and working. Yeah, yeah living, working, bro. He didn't have anything here. There was no right. other family here. Wow, man, that's crazy. So he just had to go make it and thought, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get some money that I'll buy a house and yeah. you know, put it in the hard yards yeah. and whatever. It's a fresh country. Yeah, and if it's good, I'll come back and yeah. I'll, I'll let you guys know that it's good. Yeah. So at the beginning of the farm time, there was like, you know, because they have so many rats on farms and not a lot of pest control, it's very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um very cheap place to... Oh, and it was an Italian family he was working for. Cool. So, um, shitload of cats um, to, to keep the rats under control because that was just very common in farm life, I guess. Like, you didn't yeah. have terrier dogs and you didn't... Like, if you didn't have dogs or whatever, you had cats to look after them because they look after themselves and whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so... It's pest control. Yeah, he worked hard on the sugarcane farms and all that. Um, he said at the end of the first harvest, so you were to work six months before you even got paid... Oh my god! That's what's crazy. So the trust. If you, if you work five months and quit, they didn't pay you a cent. So they so said you have to do the whole harvest, then you get paid for Here six months of work. Here's a shilling, man. But you know they took advantage. But it was also like you're getting an opportunity. Worked yeah. out well for him. End of the harvest. Um. So yeah, every every night sitting down eating with the fam, they look after him. You know, feed him whatever. They all eat the same thing. End of the harvest, he goes, man. He's made his mates notice, man, all the cats are gone. What the hell? Like, they must go away with the wind, with the weather or whatever. Oh, and this is just all of a sudden? Well, the, he noticed after time that, hey, where's all the cats? Mm-hmm. He asked one night, like, what, when they're eating dinner, he's like, what meat is this? The mother goes, oh, it's cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, they've been eating cats for six months. He had no clue. He thought it was rabbit. Oh my god! I'd feel so sick, dude. Yeah, he said he immediately did. And dude, it's not like you know, it's like gr- grain-fed beef. That's it's 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 gamey it's as hell. Rat, I rat fed rat fed cat. Rat fed cat. Oh. So he went to the Croatia, dude. All of his mates, when they found that out, they all felt sick. That's some it. Of them Back threw, to Croatia. Some of them threw up and stuff. I would have as well. It was horrible. 
his friends were, so he went to a Croatian club after that and told them the story like they all did a meet up after the six months like the guys that went to other farms and the guys that did other work they all got together and went to a Croatian club after and he was very excited to tell all his friends I've been learning English I'm so good at English now and he starts speaking it and they're like dude that's not English pretty sure it's Italian oh no way <laughs> yeah so after that as well he's like I'm gonna have a head start on, yeah, yeah. on Australia and learn my English but no he speak Italian though. oh well yeah, he knows he knows three languages yeah, and man, he's eaten eight, a lot of food. Six months worth of cats. Oh, that's terrible, man! Right? Do you so think that, he ate a couple of Garfields, baby? He ate a couple of Garfields, dude. Um, that's scary because then you also know that that farm wasn't doing well because they couldn't even support themselves with the meat. Yeah, I know. That they, what just, they were eating, and they were they would have been eating cats all year round, dude. That's Is what, that safe to eat? I have no idea. Surely I not. thought it was disgusting, especially if they're full of rat. I'm sure they're digesting all the disease and shit. Just put a bit of salt in there, it'll be all right. You could, dude, I've seen on that show alone people eating mice. You can do it. You could eat a rat if you had to. Yeah, you you can, can survive but, on rat meat. But do you, yeah, you can eat it, but do you survive after? Yeah, you would. You could eat anything if you were starving to death. That reminds me, man. Um, <laughs> I, I just remembered this the other day and. I can't believe I, I did this as a kid, but um, you know when you you know when you're in your primary early primary school you're, you're before primary school and um, you know you're playing with your friends and you're pretending your characters in a show that you would have watched your Power Rangers or DBZ DBZ mm-hmm. DBZ exactly and um, DBZ was very popular uh, when we were young mm-hmm. in primary school you know everyone would rush to school and talk about the latest episode that came out that day yep I love um, that shit we powering were, up for three episodes that's it dude it was all about <laughs> the biggest hype. The biggest hype. Yeah, yeah. Um, we would pretend we we're playing Dragon Ball Z. We we're, we're pretending they were the characters. And man, I remember we there was this tree behind the demountable toilets mm-hmm. at our primary school, and it had little green berries on there. And we would pretend that there was Zenzu beans, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be like, defeated in battle. Be like, get me a Zenzu bean. And Did you eat it? We ate them, dude. And Do you know what they were? No, I don't. And that's why I just <laughs> I just realized the other day, I'm like, you could have been poisoning exactly. yourself. What has that done to me? I have no idea. As a kid, I was just like, it doesn't taste like anything. Uh, I do remember what they look like, but in, I just realized this. I'm like, holy shit, man, I ate a lot of those little berries and I don't know what they were. <laughs> just so wild. Behind the school demountable toilets as well, dude. Oh, dude, they might be growing. Maybe that's why they were yellow. They're growing off the pea juices. No, they're green. They're like oh, the green still. I know, dude. Oh, dude. what was I eating, dude? I just got to Google Australian sensu bean looking tree. Yeah, <laughs> and see what comes up. It definitely didn't make me strong. Oh, up. dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is actually insane. I wonder you if I go back to the school and it's still there. The trees. Do you I think it was actually giving you a little bit of health every time you regenerated a bit? Look, I'm I'm still sound body of mind. Yeah, maybe not so my, so much mind, but uh, there must have been something in there good enough that I can keep running. Damn, that's funny as hell. Hey, you, it made me it made me power up my Kamehameha. So uh, you, you, I hated when I was playing with make believe, and there was always one kid, and it's like I'm gonna have the power to breathe fire. I'm gonna have the power to fly, and then one kid is like, I want the power to have all the powers. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, dude, why do you gotta do it like just, that? Or like it just abusing their power so much that just overpowering everyone. You're like, yeah, dude, you it. gotta I'm dial gonna, back I'm a little bit. I'm not gonna play with you anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play this make believe game anymore. I was um I was definitely the kid where like you start playing tip. And then as soon as I'm in, I'm like, I don't want to play anymore. Oh, wait, you really? <laughs> yeah, dude. You need another sensu bean. Get I need the sensu bean. I'm out of energy. Sensu bean. It's at the back of the toilets. The back of the toilets. 
<laughs> oh, that's gold. How big were they? They were tiny, man. I would say- Okay, um, maybe you'll be fine. Did it taste like clovery tasted? Like, you know, like clovey? Nah, just like, you know, just like, uh, like grass would taste like just a wet, a wet green. A wet- yeah, like clove tasting. There's a berry yeah. you can eat sometimes that I, that I would, I Googled what these berries were when I was on my walk one time and people said you can eat them, but they have a clove like taste. And I ate them like, yeah, that's kind of what grass tastes like, I guess. I'm trying to picture, um, exp- like think of what, uh, this, it's, it's a very small size, whatever this was. It's, it's like a, an eighth of a pea size. Okay. It's a small little berry. Damn, dude. What if it was like some poisonous or something that gives you gastro or, or you know, some ridiculous. You're, you're, you're thinking of the fear part. Think of the Alan Watts side. What if it's made me better? What if it, it powered you up to another level of existence that couldn't have been before? What if it's cured me of all future ailments? This is how the, the stoned ape theory came along, bro. People just eating whatever they yeah. could find yeah. and just yeah. getting powers. Um, I watched a... A little bit of a clip from a JRE podcast, and it was talking about how um, it's kind of like the stone ape theory. How agriculture came about because of humans' um, uh, want for alcohol, and really, and um, essentially, that when when they understood um, how to ferment fruits and grains and stuff to get alcohol, that was just the main focus because that's what made you feel good. I heard as well that another theory is that. Fermenting the the liquid was a safer way of drinking it because mm. you, because water could have been very potentially dangerous because creek water or whatever you had water yeah. source. So they said back in the 1800s, 1700s, dude, kids going to school had hard liquor in the morning. But beer. The, the liquor at the time wasn't that high in alcohol percentage. You can't get that high unless you, it's distilled and that didn't process it oh, until okay. a lot later. So natural fermentation of alcohol, you can only reach a certain amount. Okay. So that's why you got to like, no, Chug it wasn't. It, it wasn't. When I'm saying hard liquor, I didn't mean it was like. It would have been like a, a, a whiskey beer. or a rye or something like that. Oh, I'm thinking like it was a beer. Yeah, but it would have been super low alcohol percentage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but still, kids were having it yeah, to yeah. go to school no, no. in the morning. Breakfast beer. A little beer. And um, uh, the uh, interesting thing you said was, um, the the heavy use of corn to mm-hmm. get uh, alcohol products and the corn around this time that they found, um. Was like sensu bean powers. Yeah, it was um, an early stage of corn where if you would have looked at it, didn't even look like corn. It didn't look like corn. You definitely weren't going to be like, oh, I can eat that. It just would not have had enough on it to be like, I'm going to grow more of this because I like to eat and it. And that's what they made the alcohol from. And but so like they found that um, in the remnants of like um, civilizations that had alcohol like vats. Yeah, and they're like, there's no way uh, humans would have just farmed this corn for food they would have mm. grown it just for alcohol oh you mean like it was impossible to sustain as nutrient wise yeah you wouldn't have you yeah, wouldn't yeah, have yeah, eaten okay. it so um that just you know helps prove that point that um they the alcohol would have been the the instigator for growing crops very interesting, mm. interesting. wow so it was almost like they learned the process of oh if i can of make more fermentation of this? Yeah. And, and farming and agriculture just because they thought wow Beer is great. Yeah, and that could, that, that could tie into the so stone ape theory because imagine uh, the stone apes just keep knowing that substance makes you feel good and makes you think more. So you just mm. keep chasing substance until you get to an, a state, <laughs> you know? It's Enlightenment. Just, and yeah, a state of just like, I think I'm going to make a city. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Guys, I got this crazy idea. It's called Cities. Everyone in their designated houses. It's amazing. And we've got towns in those cities yeah, yeah. and suburbs in those. And then everyone's got a street. It's insane. Pass me that beer and mushroom. I want to I want to go along with you. Let me, let me go let along me, with let you. Let me get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, cool, man. Well, I think that wraps about it up today. What a what a crazy adventure today of topics. Wow. I need another sensu bean right now. Another pick me up so I can have. But make episode. sure you, it's a. Um, I gotta find it, your one. Yeah, make sure you do little the little drug test to make sure it's a, a, a pro- approved one from the back of a demandable toilet. Okay, yeah, that's, that's the one I'm looking yeah. for. Okay, guys, we'll enjoy your sensu beans later on today. Hopefully, you have one. And yeah, uh, this has been in. double dose, and we love you guys. So thanks for tuning in, and we appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. See you next time, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.